Hello, listeners, and welcome to Black in Boston and Beyond, a new podcast program of the Trotter Institute. My name is Dr. Hetty V. Williams, and I am the new director of the Trotter Institute at the University of Massachusetts, Boston. The Williams Monroe Trotter Institute for the study of culture was founded at the University of Massachusetts, Boston in 1984 to address the concerns of Black communities in Boston and Massachusetts through research, technical assistance, and public service. The Institute takes its name from early 20th century African-American activist, William Monroe Trotter, whose political advocacy, radical journalism, and Black internationalism placed Black diasporic communities across the United States, the Caribbean, and Africa in critical conversation. So the Trotter Institute is essentially an intellectual hub that supports the Black community out of the University of Massachusetts at Boston. And we do this through research, social advocacy, digital humanities, and community engagement. So this new podcast that I will host every week during the academic term is a part of our digital humanities approach to engaging with the Black community in Boston and beyond. Boston is sort of a crossroads in terms of African-American history and African diaspora history more broadly. Crispus Attucks is often regarded as the first person to die for freedom in North America. Attucks was a sailor, whaler, and stevedore who died in 1770 during the Boston Massacre. So this, we can look at this this connection between Blacks in Boston as, as a long historical trajectory. Phyllis Wheatley, who was kidnapped from Africa, brought here, in the 1750s to the Wheatley family in Boston. Now, Wheatley, we know, was able to gain an education. She mastered the classics at a time in North America wherein many enslaved persons were not allowed to have access to education She not only gained access to education, but she's one of the first Blacks in America to write a book. Wheatley's poems become well-known, and she traveled across the Atlantic to discuss her works, writing one of the first books of poetry by a Black woman in North America. And so we can see a long history of Blacks in Boston. This show will not only focus on history, but also culture, public policy, 
as well as politics. We will do so in conversation with a range of individuals, including faculty at the University of Massachusetts, Boston, staff, community members, activists, writers, filmmakers. We will focus primarily on Boston in this program, but I hope to also expand our conversation beyond Boston, thus the title, Black in Boston and Beyond, the connections between Blacks in Boston to the larger African diaspora community. I will also bring to the program some authors who are writing about Black history and culture and discuss with them their books. I hope to also have some filmmakers on the show, as mentioned. Another important institution in Black Boston, of course, is the African Meeting House, regarded as the first independent Black Baptist church in the region, but also is regarded as an important institution because it was a meeting ground for abolitionists, activists, and uh, members of the Black community who came there to organize for freedom. And so it is, you know, from 1806 to the present, one of these most important um, institutions in the history of Black Boston, which I also hope to discuss further in one of the episodes of our show, Black Boston, Black in Boston and Beyond. Now, more recently, the history of African-Americans in Boston include Malcolm X, who came to Boston in the early 1940s to live with his sister, Ella, on 72 Dale Street in Roxbury. Um, these were the formative years for Malcolm X. And um, his time in Boston shaped his development, his early development as a thinker and as an activist. Um, so Malcolm X, the Boston years, I will hopefully get into more detail on one episode of our show. Something for you to look forward to. And of course, Martin Luther King Jr. came to Boston in the 1950s as a graduate student at Boston University. And so there are many stories that uh, we can tell about Black Boston through the 1970s and busing and the evolution of the civil rights movement. Boston plays a critical role in the development of the civil rights movement and beyond. So these are just a few of the topics that I hope to discuss on this podcast during the academic year. And I hope you will join me in listening to these episodes, which will range for about 45 to 50 minutes and be released every Monday morning to you for September to December, season one, followed up 
shortly thereafter with season two, beginning in January 2024 and ending in May 2024. So hopefully you will find this podcast interesting and I would like your reviews and suggestions on different topics that we might explore. I also hope to explore, for instance, racial justice and environmental activism, as well as Black women and reproductive rights. I am very interested in talking to community members about their experiences in Boston. So there are many issues that we can discuss on our show, and I would like listeners to certainly share their suggestions with me as we launch this new podcast, Black in Boston and Beyond. Thank you for listening today.